One thing that I really try to do hard in my life is to forgive. And I do believe in forgiveness. I think it's spiritually, religiously, just in your heart, it's a good thing to do. You have to forgive people, in my opinion, to move forward with your life. It just takes a huge weight off your shoulder. So this is kind of a story about that, about forgiveness. So my friend Paul, who I'd been friends with in the 90s, and when I moved to Denver from Colorado Springs, we'd gotten into a fight and hadn't talked for like, I don't know, a year. And I ran into him one night at Charlie's, a gay country bar that was a lot of fun, and we rekindled our friendship. At this point, I had moved from the row house that Henry and I lived into into a bigger row house so that we could each have our own bedrooms. And we really, it was cool because we, we were compatible. Eventually, Henry uh, found a boyfriend who he's, to this day, he's married to. It's just incredible. Anyway, so a friend of his moved in with me, uh, Steve, who's this kind of crazy, fun guy. He was funny. But anyway, Paul uh, would come up on weekends from Colorado Springs and we'd go out and party and, you know, just have a great time. He introduced me to his friend, Roger, who lived with him in Colorado Springs, a super nice guy that had unfortunately been kicked out of his home in Missouri, where he lived with his wife at the time and his uh, daughter. And they had kicked him out because they, he had come out as gay and he also had AIDS and they didn't want anyone that was gay or that had AIDS near them. So they had literally kicked him out. He had nothing and he moved to Colorado Springs. So we all kind of hung out together and, you know, they would all, they would both come up on the weekends. Sometimes, um, sometimes Roger would go back early if he had to work on Monday cause we'd, we'd party literally, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So this one particular weekend, um, we had, been out partying and Roger had to work on Monday and like I said just a sweet guy so he had gone back on Sunday to Colorado Springs Paul stayed and we Paul and I went to beer bust which is this really fun you know event and we went to beer bust and partied and stuff we got back to the to my place at probably like one or two o'clock in the morning and Roger called and he was on the phone and he was upset. He was crying. He was playing Morrissey in the background, which is, you know, really depressing. <laughs> and he just said, he goes, I'm done. I can't handle this because he was trying to get in touch with his daughter, but they, nobody would let him. And, you know, he said, you know, I'm done. And so we talked to him and he called back again. He was upset again. And, you know, we just, I didn't really know what to do. You know, we tried to talk him down from how he was feeling. And he had, he'd been through this a couple times with me where we'd been able to talk him down. And he was, you know, I was like, I'll be down there the next morning. We'll have coffee. We'll talk about it. everything is fine. So on this night, I hung up the phone. It was about two o'clock in the morning. The next day I had to go to Pueblo, Colorado, which is just past where Colorado Springs is. So I, you know, I took Paul down and stopped at his house to get some coffee to continue on my trip and we walked into the house and there was this really loud music playing upstairs it was uh i think it was depeche mode or something and so we figured that you know i'm like oh well roger must be up taking a shower again ready to go to work 
And so we actually made coffee, we sat around talking, and then we realized that, you know, the music was still going, but we didn't hear anything. So we go upstairs and walk into his room, uh, Roger's room, and he wasn't in there. The stereo was playing, but he wasn't in there. So I walked back by, and there was a bedroom where Paul's sister actually lived in, but she was she wasn't there. And I saw Roger's feet. And he had shot himself in the chest. And he was laying on the floor of the bedroom. And he had probably been, you know, he probably had passed for a while now. So, I mean, it was absolutely horrifying. He had somehow found Paul's sister's gun in the house. And even though they had taken care to, like, hide it in different places, he had somehow found it. And he had shot himself. He left no note and we of course called the police the police came and um, later we had to talk to his parents and we actually had to put together a service for him uh, a wake and a funeral his family came out they had no money so we had to pay for everything and it was just tragic I mean his talking to his family they were they really didn't you know they didn't seem that upset his mom was upset and I'll never forget talking to her. We had organized this service and she, you know, we'd invited them to go. And she said, well, you know, is there, is there going to be anybody there? And I remember, you know, when she said that, I thought, oh, she, you know, she's going to be blown away because there's going to be a lot of people there. And sure enough, we go to the service and it's packed. And she just turned around and looked at me and she said, I never realized that people loved him. And I just, you know, it was so hard to hear that from a mom. But, you know, I forgive her for feeling that way. I mean, I'm sure that she is devastated to this day that that happened. And it's, you know, it's really, like I said, it's about forgiveness. And I forgive his family for being just, they were, you know, they had sent him away. And in a way, they contributed to his his death. But it was such a hard thing to go through. I just didn't, you know, I just did not know what to do. I had left off talking about Roger's suicide, which was devastating, of course, at the time. But it would end up being a crazy week for me. So we, uh, when that happened, it was in Mar- end of March. And we organized a service and a funeral for Roger. His family came out. They had no money. We had to organize everything, pay for everything. And they were, you know, except for his mom, the other members of his family, they really didn't seem that concerned that he had passed. But we had a beautiful funeral for him. And I went back to Denver. And I think it was a Thursday. And I had gone out to happy hour. I think I just needed a drink at that point. I had gone out to happy hour. And at this time, we didn't have... You know, we didn't have cell phones, but I had a pager. And Henry paged me from San Francisco. And he was he had been in San Francisco with a friend of his. And they'd, you know, they'd gone for the weekend or whatever. And while he was there, his friend died. He suffered massive organ failure. I believe it was kidney and liver failure. And 
poor Henry, you know, Henry's an angel. He tried to save him and he couldn't save him. He died. So Henry was calling me to find out if I could pick him up with his friend's remains at the airport. And of course I did. I I drove to the airport and I picked up Henry and his friend's remains. This was all in the same week. And then they had a service for him in Denver. I went to that. The next day was my birthday, April 1st. I was dating this guy at the time and his name was Eric and a uh, really nice guy. And we were dating. It wasn't, it wasn't super serious, but you know, it was fun. We were having a good time. And he, I think he felt bad for me because it was my birthday and you know, everything had kind of crashed all around me. And so he invited me over, you know, he's like, well, you know, do, do you want to come over for dinner or something like that? Actually, that's, yeah, he's like, do you want to come over for dinner? So I thought, well, that would be a great idea. And uh, it was kind of, you know, you have these weird things that happen in life. So I had I had walked out of the apartment. I don't know why I call it the apartment, but the, our place, our row house in Capitol Hill. And I'd gone to my car to get something out of my car, and I just missed getting sideswiped by a car that was flying by. I mean, it was a miracle I didn't get killed. But anyway, I kind of got myself together for this date, this this birthday date. So I go over to this this guy Eric's house, and you know we're just talking, and I think I was actually cooking. I don't know why I was cooking when it was my birthday, but I was. So I'm cooking something on his stove and he goes, well, I need to talk to you. And I just, you know, had this feeling. I'm like, you know, what could this possibly be? (laughs) So I turn around and I was like, well, what's up? You know? And, And he said, you know, I really like you, but, and I just, I knew right away what was going to happen. And I was thinking, I'm like, why would somebody dump me on my birthday? And that's exactly what he did. He just said, he goes, you know, all this, all these things that have happened this week, you know, you need somebody that'll support you and I can't support you. And it's too much for me. He goes, so I, he goes, we can't see each other anymore. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, oh my God, you know, I, so, you know, all this stuff happened in this one week and how can this be happening now? But you know, you think about it, it's just the way things are. It's the timing in life that you have no control of. It's fate that sometimes you just have no control of. And you know, you would think at that time I would have totally just lost it and melted down. But because of experiences in my life, I've learned to cope and and to get through things. It's not easy. And every time something comes up, I always have to figure out how I'm going to get through that. And that weekend when he broke up with me, I believe it was a, I think it was a Sunday night. I think I actually just told him, okay. And I got my stuff and walked out of his apartment and went home and maybe I cried a little bit, but somehow I picked myself up. And it's one of those things in life, you just have to learn to pick yourself up and you have to learn to forgive. At least that's what I think.